is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Tree Bosser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're chatting with Doug Hovey, as in lovey, so it's <laughs> Hovey, about independent living. And he is the CEO of Independent Living, Inc. And so, Doug, tell us what your 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 job is because you're not only the founding CEO of Independent Living and Independent Home Care also. Is that correct? Yes, yes. yes. Two, two companies that are affiliated, correct. Wow. Yeah. That's you're a busy guy. So independent living not only is the name of your organization, but I'm pretty sure that's your goal. Uh, what are we talking about, independent living? For for whom are we talking about? Who are your clients? Well, thank you, Jonah and Kathy. Thank you for having me on. It's a great pleasure to be here. And you're absolutely right, Jonah. Independent living is the name of the organization, and that is the ultimate goal. Yes. That's a, a big part of the mission and philosophy. It's it's really uh, our organizations, and we have two of them, independent living and independent home care, are dedicated to supporting people with disabilities of all ages and all types of disabilities, behavioral health, mental health, substance use, physical disabilities, uh, people who are trying to age in place in later years, and even children in the early developmental stages as they try to get ready to go to school, for yeah. example. Um, so we provide tremendous support and services in the Hudson Valley. Our primary office is in Newburgh, but we also have offices in Middletown, New York, and in Monticello, New York. And we serve seven counties of the lower Hudson Valley. And so we have several satellites throughout the region down in Westchester and in uh, Ulster County and Dutchess County. Uh, but we provide uh, what we call peer-based supports and services. And our organization, Independent Living, is a consumer-directed not-for-profit corporation. And what I mean by consumer-directed is that the board and staff have a number of people with disabilities who understand firsthand what it's like to be a person with a disability. Oh, so they've been there. They've been there. They've, they've, been they've there. done that. Yeah. yeah. They've been there. They've done that. And they've chosen to take that personal lived experience and use it to help other people. Um, so we actually, during our recruitment process, uh, we look for people with disabilities that are talented and very interested uh, in becoming passionate about helping others. Um, and, and it's just amazing how many people are out there that would that love to do this kind of work, but just don't know how um, until they get connected with us. And we have a great training program. I can helps. imagine. I can imagine, Doug Hovey, that. Uh, some people, if they are newly disabled, shall we say, right. I mean, I had, a, I had a friend who fell out of a hunting stand and uh, now is confined to a wheelchair. And, you know, it was a big transition for him. I can imagine that they would take advice a little more easily for someone who is also in a wheelchair than somebody, no matter how good the intentions, who doesn't live every day with what your client lives with. Jonah, that is such a good example because, uh, in fact, I've used a wheelchair now for 42 years as a result right? of a motorcycle oh. accident. So I want to talk a little more about that, too, because my personal experience is what really got me invested got you going. in the movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, very, very important. Um, so um, in 1980, I had a tragic motorcycle accident. I ended up in the hospital for 90 days. I had uh, plans before that to go away to Iowa to college. I was a wrestler in high school, and I was hoping to continue to pursue uh, wrestling. That was my dream. And 
and, and go to college. Um, but as it turned out, uh, my life plans changed dramatically. So I use a wheelchair as a, as a result of a spinal cord injury. Um, but then in um, after I graduated college, I went right to college, by the way. I went to New Paltz College right. here in, in the Hudson Valley. And, um, you know, when I got to New Paltz, keep in mind, this is 1980. 80, yeah. 10 years before the passage of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Right. Uh, so things were not very accommodating. Things were not very accessible architecturally and even attitudinally. Uh, the acceptance of people with disabilities was very different back then than it is today. Uh, we have uh, much more work to do and we have to remain militant. But back in those days, <clears throat> when I first went to New Paltz, there was a small group of students with disabilities that were meeting every Tuesday. They had sort of a support group and they invited me to come to one of their meetings. And it was the best thing for me because that peer to peer support uh, made me feel uh, accepted and I wasn't alone, but that group would grow larger and it would ultimately become an advocacy group on campus. And we would start making recommendations to the college administration for making uh, improvements uh -huh. in the architecture of the school, because a lot of the classrooms were not accessible. It was amazing because if you signed up for a class, for example, I signed up for photography, which was a big interest of mine. I got to the class that first day and there was a flight of stairs going oh. up to the classroom. So, and the professor came down, he apologized and said, I'm sorry, this class is not accessible. So one policy change we made right away with the administration was that if a class was not accessible and a disabled person wanted to take that class, they would immediately change the location to an accessible classroom. So that was one immediate policy change. But then we continued to make more improvements where ramps were being built, doors were being widened, bathrooms were becoming accessible. Hard to imagine, you know, in 1980, going to college and not being able to find a bathroom that somebody with a wheelchair, walker, canes, crutches, Right. Uh, the mobility disability couldn't get into the bathroom. It was just very, very frustrating at that time. And, and you know, Doug, people at home should understand there, but for the grace of God, go any one of us. Uh, you know, if, if you're not sympathetic to people who are disabled, be sympathetic to yourself because it could happen to you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, we, and we see hundreds of people that, that call us each year that become newly disabled, Jonah, like the gentleman you described you know, later in life, they become by way of a tragic accident or a stroke or, or <clears throat> some condition that they might have. They become disabled and they need a lot of um, input and feedback and support in order to to assimilate or acclimate to to a new way of living. Doug, what were you what were you studying at New Paltz? <clears throat> I studied biology and psychology. So I have a, a dual <clears throat> I got a bachelor's degree actually in um, psychology and a uh, minor in biology. Wow. Okay. The psychology, so, I'm sure, has <laughs> done a lot for you and your work, you know. And we're going to find out more about that great work from our terrific guest, Doug Hovey of Independent Living, which is not only the name of an organization, but its mission, right after Kathy Kruger tells us who sponsors Radio Rotary this week. Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, Third Eye Associates, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen, Highland, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New 
New York. And we're back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages. So stay tuned. Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and my usual co-host, Sarah O'Connell Clater, is away this week. But we have our fabulous producer, the magnificent Kathy Kruger on the line. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And once again, you have surpassed yourself. You have booked a terrific guest who you are going to introduce. Yes, we have here Doug Hubby, who is the founding CEO of Independent Living, Inc., and Independent Home Care. And... He's a, just a fantastic guest and giving us so much information about what he does, why he does what he does, and I'll let you take it away. Right. So, Doug, for those yes. who may have joined us late, remind us, what is your organization, Independent Living and Independent Home Care, all about? Thank you, Jonah. Independent Living is a, it's a consumer-directed uh, private not-for-profit corporation which is dedicated to supporting uh, people with disabilities of all ages to live independently in the community. Uh, so we work with people from the womb to the tomb of all ages. Oh, I like that. The uh, womb yeah. to the tomb. And all different types of disabilities. So we work with people who have mental health disabilities or um, substance use issues. Um, we have a great uh, peer response system for people with mental health disabilities and, and substance use. We work in connection with the 911 center uh, here in Orange County. Uh, so when somebody shows up to a hospital uh, or they're in crisis, uh, having a mental health crisis or a substance use crisis, um, we're often the organization that gets contacted uh, along with two other partner organizations here in Orange County to provide that demand responsive support to people when they are having that crisis. 
Um, and we also work with people with all other types of disabilities, uh, physical disabilities, um, developmental disabilities, um, people who are you know, dealing with the aging process and want to continue mm. to live in the community as opposed to going into a nursing facility. And we have many people that call us and ask for that level of support. Uh, in fact, let me tell you a, just a story about a family last week that called. Um, the woman called and her husband's 79. He had a stroke and he had been in the hospital for a couple of weeks and they were preparing him for discharge. Um, but he couldn't come home because their home was not wheelchair accessible. And this child uh. now uses a wheelchair. So they didn't know where to turn. Uh, and they ultimately got uh, contact with, with us here at Independent Living. And so we're working with that family to help them um, understand what their options are for making improvements at the house so the gentleman can come back home. They'll need a ramp in the front of the house, right. wider doorways. Uh, they'll need to make the bathroom accessible. Showers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In the showers. Now, Doug Hovey of Independent Living, does your organization actually do the construction work or do you just consult and point out what the issues are and so, let the uh, f- homeowners uh, cope with the uh, contractors? No, no, we have several contractors that we ah. work with, but we don't we don't do the actual work, but we can help to set that up uh, for the families. And uh, but we do that that front end work, if you will. We meet with the families. We do an assessment, assessment them, yeah. you know, help to determine exactly what their needs are. And, you know, sometimes uh, if the house is not able to be made, because we had another situation recently where there were just too many different levels uh-huh. for the family member to come home. Um, you know, we had to sit down and tell them that you have the option of your spouse going into a nursing facility, or you would have to sell your house. That family chose to sell their house. Right. And they bought something that is all on one level that can easily be made fully accessible. So uh, that was their choice. But people should know that they have options other than just going into a nursing facility. People want to age in place. Yeah, they do. I don't think I've ever met anybody that said, I want to go to a nursing home. Unfortunately, people do do end up going to nursing right. facilities, um, but most people want to stay in the community and age in place. Now, Doug, now, what about the finances? Uh, yeah. The, the cost of, of these improvements, the ramps, the widening of the doors, the hand grips in the shower, is that something you can help people with or are they so on their own the, for that? The other challenge families have is navigating those finances and, you know, what gets paid for, what doesn't get paid for. And if you need home care, and many mm-hmm. people do, uh, who pays for that home care service? Yes. A lot of private insurances don't pay for home care. So uh, Medicaid, however, um, pays for home care services. So sometimes uh, people will set up a Medicaid, a special needs trust with finances that they have so they can become eligible for Medicaid if they need home care around the clock, let's say. Some people might need 10 hours or 12 hours or 16 hours, or some people need 24 hours a day of home care services in order order to continue to live in in the community. Now, Jonah, to your question, as far as ramps and modifications in the home, there is no government assistance for that. That's really, wow. that's There's that's wrong. No, yeah. No, and and my situation, I use a wheelchair, as I mentioned at the start of the show. I've used a wheelchair since 1980, uh, and I remember how difficult it used to be getting around because, you know, accessibility was an afterthought back then. We've gotten mm-hmm. much better today. 
uh, but we still have much more work to do. But I had to build a ramp to get in the front of my house. I had to modify a bathroom. It's not cheap to renovate a bathroom to make it fully accessible. You know, it can cost upwards of around $20,000, $25,000 to make your bathroom accessible, right? So those are costs that I had to, to encumber. I had to pay for that myself because there is no fund. And, and there's no insurance at all, homeowners, anything like that that you can use for Oh my gosh. No, an insurance, I've never known an insurance company to pay for home modifications. Now, they do pay for certain types of durable medical equipment. For example, my wheelchair that I use every day. Um, every five years, my insurance company will buy me a new wheelchair right. or walkers or canes or crutches or, you know, um, yeah. mobility devices. If you're blind and you need uh, what's called a white cane. They will pay for those types right. of devices. Okay. And for the elderly, like yours truly, Medicare provides a lot of this, these materials. But you're saying Medicare would not pay for a ramp if I needed one? No. They will not. Okay. Now, you know, you've Doug, got to see, that doesn't make sense to me. If you have a wheelchair, how do they expect you to get into your home? I mean, you know, it's like you pay for the wheelchair, but you will but you need the wheelchair to get into your home. And in order to get you in a home, you need a ramp. So to me, it makes sense that you would pay for both. Yeah, it, it would make sense, Kathy, if, if they paid for both. Um, and we think that at least uh, financially based, um, you know, services should be provide, provided. Um, yeah. You know, so if you have a certain income or below a certain household income, we think that you should become eligible. Now, there is one program. I'm always reluctant to mention it because it receives such little funding each year. It's called Access to Home. Uh, this is a state program in New York, but there is literally $1 million for the entire state wow. of New York. <gasps> oh my gosh. You can qualify for up to $15,000 per household to make modifications but that money is typically gone before it's allocated. If you know what I mean, um, you know, we could use uh, a larger fund, right. 50,075, uh, I'm sorry, 50 million or 75 million. Right. We're going to find out, we're going to find out more about the needs of uh, the disabled and what, how Doug Hovey and his great group, Independent Living, are trying to meet those needs right after these messages. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845-752-2216. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your housing can may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. 
Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation, supporting the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community. Our mission is prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects, we fund scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Overdose Awareness Memorial located on the Dutchess County Rail Trail. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. It was a normal day. He was in some minor accident, a fender bender. And I had this impulse to call him, but I didn't because I thought I could call him later that week. He abandoned the car and he came home and he shot himself without ever talking to anyone. When I came home that night, they told me that she had shot herself and I couldn't believe it. I asked if he was okay. Taking a gun into your house for protection is a terrible myth. Once you pull that trigger, that's it. There is no coming back. 65 Americans a day die by gun suicide. Store your gun securely, locked, unloaded, and away from ammunition. Help stop suicide. Learn more at infamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and with me on the mic today is our producer, Kathy Kruger. And Kathy, remind us, who is our guest for this morning? We have a wonderful guest who's giving us such wonderful information, Doug Hubby. He's the founding CEO of Independent Living Inc. and Independent Home Care. And the first thing Doug has to do, because we haven't done it yet, is give us the contact information for people who need to get in touch with him. So, Doug, please give us the contact information. Thanks, Kathy. And we want people to call us anytime they have a a disability-related issue or matter that they need assistance with. Uh, And the number is 845-565-1162. Give us that again. 845-565-1162. And you can find us on on the web at www.myindependentliving.org. Again, give us that one more time www.myindependentliving.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we'll have our great guest, Doug Hovey, repeat that before the end of the program. So people call you up at that phone number, which again is? 845-565-1162. Or they contact you through your website, which is? www.myindependentliving.org. And they say, you know, uh, I've got somebody who's just have to start using a wheelchair or my uh, my great aunt who's 90 years old is living with us and she can't get around too well and want to redo the the showers and stuff uh how do you to take a step by step from the phone call or the email as to how you go out look at the house and and help people out just take a step step by step through the whole thing yeah, yeah jonah or we you know uh calls from families who have a child with a disability and they're right. trying to navigate the education system there or you go people yes. that have a mental health uh disability 
uh, or a substance use disorder uh, can call here and we will help to help them get connected to the appropriate resources and provide counseling along the way. Um, so, you know, a great example is somebody um, who uh, is having a mental health uh, issue. Um, so we have trained peer professionals. These are persons with lived experience who have chosen to use their personal life experience to become professionals at providing counseling and support to others uh, that call here. We use a really cool program called Peer RX. So hospitals have this, this cool program that's set up on their computer at their emergency departments. So if somebody shows up and they're in crisis, all the hospital staff have to do is hit an alert that alert goes out to 10 of my trained staff. Oh and my it's gosh. kind of like Uber, right? Yeah. 10 of my staff are alerted. At least one of them is going to respond immediately. And we're able to respond to that individual having a crisis within 10 minutes. And that's wow. like a 24 hour seven. Well, this is not 24. Okay. No, actually, I take that back. It's 24 seven in Orange County. Okay. And we are trying to go 24-7 in other communities. Well, so, also, uh, now would be a good time to tell us where what you cover. You have spoken about Orange County, but where else in the Hudson Valley? Because our signal reaches from New York City right up to Albany. Where else do, do you provide people through your great organization, Independent Living? You know, our home care program, by the way, <clears throat> we have a home care program that is uh, approved to serve 18 counties of the Hudson Valley. So all the way up and down, all the way down to the Bronx, in fact. Wow. Uh, and we have about 450 to 500 home care workers who get up every day and provide support to uh, people with dis disabilities in their homes to help them age in place, to help them live a better of quality of life in the community. So, uh, but most of our services are targeted to the lower seven uh, counties of the Hudson Valley, Orange, Ulster, Sullivan, Dutchess, Westchester, Putnam, and Rockland counties. Uh, that's where most of our services are targeted. Uh, but for our home care services, as I say, we, we cover a much, much broader region. I also want to mention something very important. The 32nd anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Wow. Um, and we'll be going to New York City and celebrating with Governor Hochul uh, oh, right down okay. at CUNY. Uh, that's the, the City University of New York uh, in Manhattan. We're very excited about that. We have a full celebration lined up for you. In 1990, uh, that's when the ADA was passed. Okay. And, um, as I mentioned before, in 1980, 10 years prior to the ADA, was when I had a tragic motorcycle accident, which is why I use a wheelchair. So I learned very quickly how difficult it was to get around and how yeah. inaccessible things were. But yeah. before I forget, I want to mention that this year is our 35th anniversary of independent living here in, in Hudson Valley. So we're excited to celebrate on October 1st. We have a, a gala 35th anniversary gala ah. celebration uh, uh, ready to go. And we're really excited about that. We're going to be honoring uh, four distinguished uh, honorees. Uh, one is going to be Senator um, James Scoopis. And Senator Scoopis has, has done a lot of amazing things with our organization to get legislation passed to help support people with disabilities and aging adults. Very excited about that. Another gentleman, Richard 210, for his regional leadership in behavioral health. Richard is the CEO of Coordinated Behavioral Health Services, which is a regional independent practice association that helps to coordinate the vast array of 
behavioral health services in the lower Hudson Valley, those seven counties that I mentioned before. And then we have two women who are activists and trying to raise more awareness about the crisis today in home care services. Um, we have a legislation that we're trying to get passed called Fair Pay for Home Care. Oh, good. I'll say it again. Fair pay for home care legislation. If you Google fair pay for home care, you'll see there's tremendous information that talks about the importance of uh, proper reimbursement for home care workers. Today, home care workers are only making about $14 an hour. Uh, wow. You can make more money working at the local fast food restaurant right. Right. Exactly. taking care of elderly and disabled people in their homes. So we've got a lot of work to do. And one other thing I wanted to mention too, I've been a Rotarian. I belong to the, the Greater Newburgh Club. Yay. Since 93. It's a great club. And in fact, I was uh, president in 99 and 2000, and we've had a lot of wonderful presidents along the way. But I'm pleased to tell you, sitting right next to me is the best president we have. And her name is Arlette Moraine, and she's the current president of our Greater Newburgh Club, and she works with me here at Independent Living. Why am I not surprised that people giving to other people are absolutely Rotarians? Yes. Doug Hovey, Rotarian Doug Hovey, in the moment we have left, give us your website, and your phone number and invite everybody to come to your grand gala. Great. Uh, Jonah and Kathy, thank you again so much oh, for having thank me you. on today. My, uh, our telephone contact, please do call us anytime you have a, an issue related to disability, any type of a disability, behavioral health, physical disability, developmental disability, aging in place issues. We are at 845-565-1162. That's 845-565-1162. 1162. And we will be celebrating 35 years of independent living on October 1st here in Newburgh at the fabulous Silk Factory Cafe at 299 Washington Street. And uh, we will have several honorees and a great event with entertainment and, and lots of good food. So uh, <laughs> if you can join us or support us, feel free to give us a call. Rotarian oh. Doug Hubby, thank you for everything you do to help people live independently. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. And you too, Arlette. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and Kathy, who do we have to thank for allowing us to the independence of being on the radio every week by our being our sponsors here on Radio Rotary? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and by the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Plater will be back with us next week. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and our production director, Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org. <laughs>